In this episode, we talk about how your nutrition affects your mental health. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big big. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about how your nutrition, the things you put in your body, affect your mental health. This is an interesting topic. It's one that I think we often don't think about. We don't really connect the foods we eat to our long-term mental health. We sort of think of them as disparate, disconnected ideas, uh, disconnected things. And in truth and in fact, in my research on this, it turns out it has not only a very direct effect, but a massive one. So we're going to be diving into that. We're also going to dive into how you can um, improve your diet in order to improve your mental health. So that should be a really fun topic to dive into. Now, before we jump in, if you haven't already joined us over on the YouTube, you are missing out on half the experience of this show. Uh, the video version is up on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. And the beauty of YouTube is that there is a comment section. So you're able to drop a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube right now. And let me know what you think. Share your thoughts. I'd love to connect with you and have that conversation. So if you're still listening on audio, head over to youtube.com slash Greg Clunas right now. And let's jump into the episode. So as I was diving into this topic, uh, I kind of approached it with the point of view that I, I, you know, I sort of had an idea that your nutrition, the things you put in your body would affect your mental state in the sense that uh, it affects your mood, it affects happiness in the moment, it affects sort of how you feel and the energy levels you have. Uh, what I didn't expect was the direct connection between the two through the production of serotonin. Now, if you aren't familiar, serotonin is a, uh, I believe it's a neurotransmitter or it's, it's one of the chemicals that have to do with happiness, right? It's the thing that makes you feel good. It also helps to regulate moods and uh, uh, help you when you're sleeping and diet and all of those things. Now, in my research, I stumbled across an article by Eva Selhub on health.harvard.edu. I'm going to link to the full article in the description, and I highly recommend that you read it. Uh, but here's what she had to say about the connection between our gut health and our mental health. Quote, serotonin is a neurotransmitter that helps regulate sleep and appetite, mediate moods, and inhibit pain. Since about 95% of your serotonin is produced in your gastrointestinal tract and your gastrointestinal tract is lined with a hundred million nerve cells or neurons, it makes sense that the inner workings of your digestive system don't just help you digest food, but also guide your emotions. What's more, the function of these neurons and the production of neurotransmitters like serotonin is highly influenced by the billions of good bacteria that make up your intestine microbiome. So again, shout out to Eva Selhub, MD, for that uh, the article that she published on the Harvard website. I'm going to link to that full article in the description. But what does this mean? Well, the first big takeaway is that your gut health affects your mental health in a major, major 
way. Your ability to keep your microbiome, keep your gastrointestinal tract healthy and digesting foods quickly rather than having things stored there for long periods of time, getting the right nutrients that you need, that affects the production of serotonin. And that serotonin is largely what helps you to regulate your moods and keep yourself in a good mental state. And the second big takeaway uh, is that by improving your diet, you are actually taking control of the largest, the largest effect that could have on your mental state. Now, I've talked on this show about levers before and, and leverage and finding the thing that if uh, controlled, if improved, has the largest effect on the goals that you've actually set. Well, this is one of them. By controlling your diet, controlling your nutrition and eating healthier, you are taking control of the largest production center of serotonin in your body, the gastrointestinal tract. You are making sure that you are are, are putting the right things in there and, and uh, keeping it a good environment to produce the serotonin and to help us navigate our day-to-day emotional moods. So if struggling with uh, emotional health and mental health is something that you are dealing with, then taking control of your diet might be one way to gain more control over the situation and gain more control over your experience with that situation. Now, is it going to cure you? Of course not. We're not looking at cures here. I'm not a psychologist or a a neuroscientist or anything that could diagnose and cure, but it might be a way to take more control and feel like you are capable of actually navigating this uh, in a sustainable way. Now, when we get back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this and talk about what you should actually do with this information. So stick around for that. We all know how important our mental health is when trying to make big changes in our lives. Simply put, without taking care of our mental and emotional health, we won't be able to take the tiny leaps we need in order to move forward. That's why today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest counseling service. It's 100% online and has helped 759,000 people just like you. With BetterHelp, you can get the support you need easily. Simply make an account, answer a few questions to be matched with the perfect counselor, and you're good to go. You can speak with your counselor in whatever way you want via text, chat, phone, or video sessions. And you can get the help you need exactly when you need it by messaging your counselor anytime, anywhere, or scheduling a live session at a time that's convenient for you. Every counselor is licensed, professional, and thoroughly vetted, so you can breathe easy knowing that you'll get the help you need. So take control of your mental health in 2020 by going to www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps. That's www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps. When you sign up today, you'll get 10% off your first month. So head over to betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps and get started right now. Okay, we are back and we are talking about the effects of nutrition on your mental health and more specifically how the health of your gastrointestinal tract affects the production of serotonin, which then affects and helps you stabilize and control your moods, your diet, your sleep, so on and so forth. So we've already discussed that taking control of your nutrition is one of the biggest leverage points, the biggest influential points for your uh, mental health. If you 
are trying to take more control and feel in control of some of the the mood swings that you're having, the emotional uh, uh, health issues that you are having, then changing your diet might just be one of the the most controllable things you can do. And obviously, we we want to reiterate that you should see a medical professional, you should see someone who is licensed in this and uh, ask them what they think about that. But from the research, from what I'm seeing, taking control of your diet is a powerful tool in your toolkit. Now, what do we actually do with that information? What can we actually do to move forward now that we know this? Well, for that, we're actually going to turn back to Eva Selhub's article, which again is linked in the description of this episode. But we're going to turn to what she suggests and then expand from there. Quote, Start paying attention to how eating different foods makes you feel, not just in the moment, but the next day. Try eating a clean diet for two to three weeks. That means cutting out all processed foods and sugar. Add fermented foods like kimchi, miso, sauerkraut, pickles, or kombucha. You also might want to try going dairy-free, and some people even feel that they feel better when their diets are grain-free. See how you feel then slowly introduce foods back into your diet, one by one, and see how you feel, end quote. Now, what I love here is the emphasis on seeing how you feel and actually testing things little by little and seeing what the results look like. Now, because we're not focused on quick fixes here at Tiny Leaps, this is a long process. You need to be willing to pull something out of your diet Uh, focus just on that singular thing. So let's say you decide, okay, you're going to go lactose-free. Go lactose-free for a week and see how you feel over the course of that week because just doing it for one day might not be enough to show the results you're looking for. So test it for a week, test it for two weeks, then add that back in and take something else out. Do what you need to do to test this process and learn what foods actually resonate with you and what foods are hurting you. By doing this, not only will you land on a diet that is typically much healthier than the diet you are currently eating, you're also going to be giving yourself the gift of control over your emotional state and your mental health, or at least a little bit more control. So I hope this was helpful to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, find us over on YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas and drop a comment on the video. I'd love to have that conversation with you and connect with you. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. (laughs) 